Okay, friends, I'm coming on here to talk about pride. You know, we have so much problems with pride in this world, especially in 2021. And I'm not saying I don't have pride because I, you know, I think we all struggle with it time to time. We always have to balance it out. I remember the day, day and when I was in my 20s. Hey, listen, I want to talk to y'all about something. I'm sorry, I'm changing it, but when I come on this podcast, okay, and record, I want to tell you something, friends. This is raw, okay? This is raw. This ain't, this ain't edited, okay? I know a lot of podcasters, they edit their stuff, and I understand I'm not judging at all. But I come on this podcast when I feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to speak. And I'm going to be honest with you, and this is all honesty. I don't have time to edit. And you're probably thinking, well, your podcasts ain't that long. Well, no, they're not that long, but it takes a long time to edit. And I I just believe coming on here and bringing it raw, you know, even though I am a podcaster, I feel like sometimes I'm like Facebook Live. You know how you see Facebook Live, how they don't edit it, they just come on raw and that's it. That's how I feel like. I guess I could um, change the name of my podcast saying non-editing you know, introvert encourager podcast. But this is me. This is raw. So anyway, back to my story. Um, about when I was in my twenties, I had a lot of problem with pride. A lot of problems. I did not think I needed God. I thought I could do it on my own. And like friends, I might, you know, that wasn't good because I was wondering why I was struggling so bad and I was depending on myself because I think I was listening to the world in my ear all the time saying, oh, you don't need God. Oh, hell, I don't know. It might have been the devil. You don't need God. You know, you don't need him. You know, you could depend on yourself. Friends, that's not true. It did not work for me. You know, and I'm, I want to tell you, I still struggle, but I don't struggle as bad like I used to. I still pray. I pray. I try to pray every morning. If I don't pray every day, I, let me tell you, friends, I can feel it. I can feel it when I don't pray every day. Um, But I'm not telling you, I don't want you... It to be like a rule or something. Like you got to pray every day. I'm not saying you have to pray every day. I'm not saying you have to pray certain times of the day. But what I'm saying, prayer does work. And I think my problem was when I would pray, I didn't pray in faith. I did not pray in faith. I would just say in the prayer, but I'm going to be honest. I doubted in my heart. I doubted. So when you pray, you can't have no doubt in your heart. You have to 
believe 100%, you know that God is going to do what you are praying for. And you have to compl- you have to keep believing it even after you pray. I mean, there are times, even after I pray, there were times I would be like, uh, do I really believe God is really going to do that? See, that's you can't do that. And a lot of times, too, friends, sometimes you you would go through some hard stuff for God to grow you. I know I had to go through some hard stuff because let me tell you, I was stubborn. I mean, I still am, but not as bad, but I was very stubborn. So I had to go through some, you know, hardships. And to be honest, I'm still going through hardships, but the hardships grow you. There's benefits to hardships. You know, a lot of times we just concentrate on the hardships and we lose focus on God. We can't lose focus on God. If you feel like your mind's wandering off to the negative stuff and concentrating on the negative too long, then that means you need to refocus your life on God. You need to think about God. You need to think about His goodness. If you forgot about His goodness, um, go online. You can you know download a Bible app. You could do that. Or you could, you know, get a the Bible, the book, you know, version and read. You know, John is good. John, if you go in the uh chapter chapter of John, that's a good that's a good book right there. But what I'm saying is we cannot concentrate on the negatives of life. This world is harsh. Anybody that will tell you that it's not harsh. That is not true. That's not reality. That's their reality. But that is not the overall reality. Okay? So, friends, we got to concentrate on bringing love to this earth. Even dealing with difficult people, we we have to show them love. Now, I'm not saying you let them run over you. And I'm not saying don't put boundaries up. But you still have to have forgiveness and love for them. And you have a problems with forgiveness, then you need to go to God with that. Because you know what? It's just going to make you sick. Physically, mentally, and emotionally. And let me tell you, friends, you do not want to get sick off of that mess. Because it will tear you down and it will eat up everything in you. Because it's so toxic. Unforgiveness can be toxic. Well, when I'm saying it, 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 it is toxic. And you just don't want it. So you constantly, every time you walk out the door, you, got, you literally got to guard your heart. You have to. You can't, unfortunately, you cannot just leave your heart open. Now, I'm not saying put, you know, like be standoffish towards people or not want to hang out with people no more. I'm not saying that. But you don't want to open up your heart all the way, especially when you first start getting to know people. Because let me tell you something, friends. It takes a while to get to know somebody. People are not going to reveal everything about themselves 
in the first three months. Now, y'all might disagree with me, but from my experience, no. It's going to take at least a year, at least, to really get to know people. Now, you might have a deep intuition, and you might be able to get to know them more. You know, you'll definitely be able to get to know their energy or something, you know. But I'm talking about really get to know their personality. It takes time. You know, especially with friendships. It takes time to really find out who this person really is. And I'm going to tell you, if you're going to have lots of friends, especially lots of friends, you better learn how to forgive all the time. You better learn to turn that forgiveness on all the time. Because ain't nobody's perfect on this earth. People going to let you down. But you have to have boundaries and you have to concentrate on the positive sides of them. You know, don't, don't concentrate on the negative. You got to concentrate on the positive. If your mind is not used to concentrating on the positive, then you got to reinforce it. You got, you know, when negative thoughts come at you, you got to move your mind into something positive. You got to start thinking positive things. And friends, this might sound crazy to some people. You might have to say it out loud sometimes. Now, I'm not saying going around and say it out loud out in public and all that, but you can go in your room and shut the door and say it out loud. Like, for example, let's say use a name... Shirley, okay? I don't know nobody named Shirley, but we'll just give an example. You know, Shirley is compassionate. Shirley is good, you know, loves to help people. That's what I'm talking about, okay? Now, there's some people, they they just way too toxic. You got to put some boundaries up, you know? You got to guard your heart. But when I'm saying the ones that are not toxic, toxic, you know... You just have to concentrate on the positive. And that's how you're going to get through life. And you can't hang on to stuff. You have to learn how to release the negative energy off of you. you got to release it. Release it. If you have a hard time just releasing it, you know, you might need to get a... Uh, you might need a journal. You know, get a notebook paper. Get a pen pencil and start writing everything that's in your heart everything that's in your heart that's negative and then what guess what and so then you take the paper and then you rip it up because see what it is you're visually seeing that being ripped up and sometimes friends when we visually see something being ripped up then that means sometimes it's easier to let it go because sometimes some of us are just need something visually to see. And that's probably what you need to do. A lot of times we're hanging on to negative feelings. And we don't even realize we're, uh, we have them in us. Or we don't want to face up to it. You know, because we want everybody to believe that we're strong. We don't have no weaknesses. But, you know, I think that's a good idea. You know, if you want to write it on, write it on paper, you know, until, you know, just get it out of your, see, you got to get out of your system. 
Because you don't get out of your sis, you're going to get sick. You know, they say if you, um, you carry around stress, that could give you uh, health problems, physical, emotional health problems. That could cause depression, anxiety. You got to let all that go. But once again, I want to tell you, I appreciate all my listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate every one of you. I already know y'all are all awesome. And um, I'm going to talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey, friends. I'm coming on here to talk about dealing with a toxic person in the workplace. You're always going to have to deal with toxic people in the workplace no matter what. And I don't know what it is, but I believe certain people get more attacked than others. This one thing I cannot just say, I can't stand. Oh, everybody goes through that. However, some people go through it more often than others, more frequently. I'm talking about talking to the people, especially, that go through it pretty often. One thing I want you, the first thing I want you to remember that God loves you and God sees your worth. Do not depend on people to see your worth because there is a lot of toxic people out in this world and you cannot go with them for valuation. A lot of times, if you reveal to people your weaknesses, they will take that weakness and then they will turn it around on you. And that's why you have to be so, so private. And it's sad that we live in the world today that people will do that. And I've had people do that to me. I've opened up to people about what was going on and everything. And what they would do, they would twist it around and throw the weakness in my face. And then they would have a little smirk on their face. Thinking I don't know what they're doing and I do know what they're doing. But I think people like that, they want to play this little game. Like they think, oh, well, you know. She don't know what she... Oh, she don't know what I'm doing. I'm cutting her down, but she don't know. She's Bolivia's. And I'm like, no, you're the one that's Bolivia's. Don't let people get to you. And I know it's hard. Because a lot of people, not everybody. I'm not talking... There's a lot of people in this world. But some people are very toxic. And they will hide behind a mask. Of fake friendliness. That's a lot going on, I noticed. Be fake to your face. Be smiling. But at the same time, be passive-aggressive towards you. And sometimes people can be confusing the crap out of me because one minute they'd be nice, literally the next day or two, whatever, they'd be nasty, nasty. And I'm like, what the heck? Are they moody today? Are they getting on the wrong side of the bed? 
why they use a passive aggressive behavior. And I notice people love to use passive aggressive behavior because they want to be sneaky. Okay? They don't want to be called out on their bad behavior. They're, they're thinking, oh, well, I'm being sneaky and I'm going to come out and do a jab. But you know what? Those people that are doing the passive aggressive behavior, they know what they're doing. See, I used to be so naive, especially in my 20s. I didn't know what the heck, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand people at all back then. And I thought they were just talking. But you know what? My intuition, you have to list your intuition, was telling me something else and I would ignore it. Now, let me tell you, friends, I don't ignore my intuition. Don't ignore your intuition. And let me tell you, people will try to get you to ignore your intuition. Like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're being too sensitive. They'll always, always put it on you like it's your problem. In reality, it's not always your problem. But they will mess with your mind to make you think that. And I used to give in to that mess all the time. But you know what? I'm not giving into that no more. Because it's not worth giving, getting into. It's not worth letting people damage your self-esteem and your self-worth so they can make themselves feel better. It's not worth it. So they can constantly steal your joy. I've been dealing with this for years. I've been dealing with this since I was a child. Okay, my sister treated me like that for many years. And see, when she started doing that to me, I was so young. And I looked up to her, you know, because she was my older sister. And I didn't really understand what she was doing. And I believed all those lies that she told me. And that's where that can mess you up. Because, you know, when you're a child, you're supposed to be uh, nurtured and loved and cherished. You know, not emotionally abused. So when I got a door, I, you know, I didn't know how to handle life because I didn't I didn't get nurtured I didn't gain the self-worth and the self-esteem the self-confidence and I, I hate to say it but it's true people practically just ran over me not technically run over not really run over me but you know what I mean you know it's a figure of speech but they I let them not treat me right and I, sh I should have loved myself enough to say, you know, I'm worthy to, worthy to be treated right. You know? A lot of times you have to pray for these toxic people. You have to pray for the toxic, passive-aggressive people. You got to ask God to open their eyes to the truth. Some of them, a lot of them, some of them live in, den live in denial. Some of them have their own little fantasy land where they believe they don't do anything wrong. They believe if you say anything, anything to them, 
bad about their behavior, they throw the sensitive thing out to you. Because they don't want to be called out. They don't want to live out of their fantasy. And I know what I'm talking about because I dealt with that with my sister when I was younger. I mean, it's, it's interesting how I'm 42 years old and I'm still dealing with this mess. And you think, dang, when is this going to go away? And I believe that's why I'm kind of, I am probably standoffish from people. Kind of, you know, not having trust issues because of what I went through. But what interests me is, from what I come upon, people don't seem like they really want to think about why you are the way you are. They just don't like the way you are. In other words, what it is, they want you to change so they will feel more comfortable. Really, that's the truth. It has nothing to do with you feeling comfortable. It has nothing to do with you feeling better. It's all about them. I, it's all about them feeling comfortable. Because, see, this is what it is. When you're standoffish, when people complain about it, it does not enter their minds why you are. Because you know what? I don't think they care. They just, all they see is that you make them uncomfortable and they don't like it. They don't like you making them feel uncomfortable. And a lot of times, if you make somebody un feel uncomfortable, and you don't always have to do anything. You don't always have to say anything. Uh, sometimes your presence, they will, uh, they will use passive aggressive behavior there too. They, that's, they'll use passive aggressive behavior. So, I like, I'm going to say these verses that will help. Um, this situation with these toxic emotions dealing with people and their shenanigans. I was like, everybody got some kind of shenanigan going on. Oh, let's see. Um, let's see. Um, Trying to find some. Trying to look for my through my book. Oh, where did it go? Okay. So these are the verses that have helped me deal with people's toxic emotions. Okay, so this is uh, John fourteen twenty seven. Is peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. Give I un, unto you, not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come with me, all you that labor and 
are heavy laden and I will give you rest. So those two verses really helped me. And you just, you have to say the word of God over and over again, you know, to get in uh, your soul. And it helps a lot. And it clears up negative thinking where you're not, you know, not thinking of how, you know, how people have hurt you. It clears your mind up. Because your soul needs to be, especially if you've been beat up a lot. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about emotionally and mentally. If you've been beat up a lot since childhood, it's going to take some time to heal. Then, you know, somebody that, you know, only been hurt every once in a while, off and on. I'm not saying they're not going to have no time with healing, but you're really going to need some healing big time if you've been dealing with it since childhood. And it's going to take a while. And you have to be patient with yourself. And uh, I didn't always read the Word of God. No, I didn't. But I guess, I'll, I'll be honest, I wanted to get out of a close relationship with God, and I was so desperate, you know, to knock out these strongholds. Because if you don't take care of these toxic emotions, then they will become strongholds. And you don't want them to become strongholds because it's harder for them. It's harder for you to work through it, and it takes longer. Not saying you can't work through it, but it just takes a lot longer. Because we always want to make sure that we have a joyful heart, that we keep joy in our hearts, so we can keep loving one another and. You know, helping one another and, you know, be there for one another because we need that. You know, we're going through a lot, lot right now. All of us are. And we need love. I mean, there's just too much hate in this world. We don't need hate. We need love. We need more love. But um, I'll talk to you later, friends.